Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Chews Advanced. From the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support, the new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Earners, it's 2021, the year of execution. In order to execute, we have to have information. And the number one place to get the information, EYL University. Shadi, tell them what we bring in. Yes, EYL University has been reloaded. We already have 100 past webinars. We already have weekly webinars. We already have our private investment group on Facebook. We already have monthly financial planning calls. We already have bi-weekly real estate calls. But what has been added to EYL University this year is access to MG the Mortgage Guys Home Buyers Blueprint, which walks you through the home buying process from A to Z. And what has also has been added, breaking news alert. Yeah, Everybody always news. asks to be in our group How chat. How do I get in there? How and I when we talk about all the investment plays that we are making, we are going to have investment calls, group chat calls with me, Troy, and the whole team and walk you through our plays that we're making and give you insight into our portfolios. All of that for 75% off. That's right. We are doing a blowout sale, 75% off for a limited time only. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and sign up. See you on the other side. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop.
All right, guys, welcome back. EYL, ATL edition. Another one. Another one. Another, Another one. one. So <laughs> for over 18 months, this has one of been been one of the premier topics that have we been been requested for. And we're actually gonna give you a double dose of two of the top topics that one we've covered briefly and one we have not covered yet at all. Sure. <clears throat> Forex. Whew. Ian, that's the elephant hope, in the room. I hope that's, you're not listening. That's a big <laughs> elephant in the room, bro. Yo, Forex, man. It, they it, spam it, us. It, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very controversial situation, man. Either you love it or you hate it. Um, but us at Earn Your Leisure, we just here to provide information. And um, Forex, no matter how you feel about it, you can't deny that it is the biggest market yeah. in the yes. world. Mm-hmm. Um, bigger than the credit market. Credit market is number two. Forex is foreign exchange currency is number one. Um, so it's a huge, huge, huge marketplace. A lot of people, uh, they trade Forex, invest in Forex, make money in Forex. Um, so it's a viable investment option as well. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's been around for a long period of time and it's not going anywhere because currencies aren't going anywhere. But if it does change and currencies change, it'll go more digital in the world of cryptocurrency which we'll talk about today also. So we're going to give you a double dose of Forex and crypto. Yeah. So this is going to be an epic episode. Yeah. We, we got we the got, right guy for it. Man. We do. We, we do. got the right guy Let for it. Let it be here. <laughs> it be here. You know what I'm saying? So Justin Owens has established himself as an expert in both fields. And um, we actually met him through, what was the first person? I think Alex. Alex, yeah. Alex, shout out to Alex. Good shout energy. Out to good energy. <laughs> That's a fact. I, I got it. That's I got a fact. It for sure. So, you know, out in Atlanta, they got the whole circle of CEOs. Yep. Shout out to the whole crew. And um, Justin is definitely a part of the circle of CEOs. So we met him and just established a relationship with him. And, you know, super, super cool dude, extremely knowledgeable. And when I was talking to him, I realized that, you know, all investing is pretty much very similar. Mm-hmm. So he's explaining to me how he's doing technical analysis with Forex. And it's the same thing that we know with stocks, mm-hmm. the same indicators, yeah. all of that stuff. And even on crypto, a lot of it is, and we know crypto, but it's synonymous with, you know, Investing in stocks, things mm-hmm. of that nature. So he was the perfect person to have this conversation. So um, I'm excited about it. So first and foremost, thank you for joining us. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, no, I appreciate y'all for having me. I do. Excited about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we hit him up like, yo, man, you, you uh, want to come on the show? <laughs> I'd be honored. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's do it, Jess. Yeah, let's I do love, it. I love, <laughs> it man. I love what y'all been doing for the community, the culture, you know, and, and, and leveraging your platform to give people access to people they can't normally touch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, the Mark Cuban joint that you just had. Like, everybody can't sit down and have a conversation, but y'all didn't keep it to yourself. You shared it with the world, and I think that's why you all are continue to get blessed because not only you're doing something for, you know, obviously it's something for your families and for yourself, but now you're impacting so many more people. So, you know, they say impact before income, and you guys are making a big dent. So appreciate you guys. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. So let's jump right into it. It's Forex. <clears throat> what is Forex? So for people that might not be familiar, they only see the spam comments on Instagram. What is Forex? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, you know, most people have – uh, participated in it. You know, foreign exchange, uh, the foreign exchange market is the largest financial market in the world. But if you're ever going to a different country, you know, Europe, Australia, Mexico, you typically have to trade your country's currency for that country's currency. Mm-hmm. That's foreign exchange. What we show people how to do is, instead of you having to go to these different countries and physically hold the currency, as long as you got a cell phone, laptop, computer, whatever the case may be, you can actually trade foreign exchange literally as long as you got internet. So what we show people how to do is make those similar type of trades like going to Canada and all these other places, but you know, laptop, computer, 
you can make the same trade. What, what has been the cause for the frenzy over the past five years? I feel like yeah. out of nowhere, I mean, it has existed, like yeah. you said, for a long time. But over the past five to seven years, it's like the number one thing people want to talk yeah. about. So good question. Um, it's a couple of reasons. Number one, um, up until a few years ago, to trade Forex, you used to have to have a $3 million net worth. And to start your trading account, you used to have, used to, have to have $100,000 to open it. So it was only a wealthy man, a wealthy woman's game. Okay. So a lot of people that are wealthy, they they know about it. They're like, okay, I know what Forex is. Wow. We just started talking about it, right? And I'll just say myself, right, is that, you know, you had something called retail brokers that opened up. So now the qualifications wasn't so high. Like you could like today you can start a trading account with ten to fifty dollars. So now the barriers to get in the game is a totally different game. Now you mm. can, you can start with fifty dollar account, a hundred dollar account, and you can grow that to a few thousand. As opposed to, you know, if I wanted to get into it ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I would have to have three million dollar net worth, which isn't easy, and then a hundred thousand I want to put in there, and then on top of that, it was really expensive to learn how to trade. So um, like you have people like Robert Kiyosaki, he has a course that'll teach people how to trade, but it's anywhere from forty to fifty fifty five thousand dollars. So even if I met the qualify, even if it was ten to fifty dollars to get started, if I didn't have that large amount of money to get into it, I'm still not going to invest into it. Well, now you got you know people on social media, you can get started for a few thousand dollars in their courses. Hours a couple hundred dollars that people can actually learn how to trade. So it's the barriers to entry to the investing side, and then the educational side that's made it more of a frenzy. And then, you know, you add in a piece where people can get paid to refer it. I think you, you kind of, <laughs> people uh, like, yo, yes. I can be free off of this, you know? So it's uh, it's been it's been a unique combination, but it's been special because in the midst of it, I, I, I would say, you know, being a part of it, there are people that I would say market it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. They market it like, hey, you come over here, you get rich, you learn how to trade. And that's not true. You do have to put in time to learn how to trade and invest. But, man, if you take the time to really learn it and not trying to get rich tomorrow, it's very profitable. So, all right, so let's let's step into it. So, all right, forex trading. You explained to me that you have to trade forex in pairs. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, to kind of pull back, right? So the foreign exchange market, you know, we talked about is anywhere from five point three to six point six trillion dollars. All right, so by far, it's not even up for debate. It's the largest financial market in the world. Um, the like the United States, uh, the stock exchange is like twenty two billion dollars a day. So it's really really big. So what you're doing is you have the entire worldwide economy of countries that you're really trading for or against. That's really what's happened. It's just another form of trading. Like at the beginning, we had bartering. So you had, you know, hey, if you had some wool, you had a painting, I'm trying to figure out how to get your painting. We, we figure out a way to exchange things. Well, now the whole world has said, okay, you know what? We're basically going to go off of a standard note. And so everybody's agreed to it for the most part. Most countries have agreed to it. So now when you're trading in the foreign exchange market, Stocks is when you're trading the valuations of of companies. Foreign exchange, I'm looking at countries. So I'm looking at the economy of the United States. I'm looking at like what's going on with Brexit and stuff like that. That affects the British pound. That affects the euro. And so there's a lot of things that are happening. So when I'm trading, let's let's say for instance, uh, the Australian dollar versus the euro. I mean the uh, the United States dollar AUD USD. Well, what I'm saying is, if I go in a buy, I believe the Australian dollar is going to be stronger than the U.S. dollar at this period of time. So every time you enter a trade, you're buying and or selling another currency at the same time. So it's like, all right, I'm going to do the Australian dollar and the U.S. dollar. I'm, for lack of a better word, betting that the Australian dollar will outpace the U.S. dollar today. 
Correct. Yeah, in that period of time. And if that happens today, I make money. Correct. If the U.S. dollar outpaces the Australian dollar today, I lose money. Correct. But it's not even just today. It could be like you could be in a trade for a few minutes. You could be in there for a few hours. You could. I. I mean, people hold trades for months. You know, swing traders. Mm -hmm. So it really just depends on the time period that you're going to be trading in. You know, that you can actually be able to make money. But the thing is, if I say, you know, I believe the U.S. dollar is going to get stronger and it gets weaker, well, I'm going to lose money. But it's the same principle that we talk about with trading, uh, like when we're traveling. So let's say we go to Europe. When you go to the country, when we're traveling, we're not really paying attention. It's like, okay, give me $1,000 and give me whatever that is in this country's currency. And then when you leave the country, you either the, the, the country's currency is either gone up or gone down. That's why when you go to the foreign exchange booth at the airport, y'all notice that the, the value is always changing. It's not, it's not sitting. It's always changing because mm -hmm. the currency is always moving. So when you have those movements in the market, we're able to make money on those movements just like you would traveling except for now I don't have to travel to Europe or travel to Canada to make that profit. I can do it from my home. So in, in terms of time, right, because I'm thinking, right, far East Asia, obviously they, their economy starts before ours. Mm -hmm. How do you supplement for that, right? Because if it's daytime there, it's probably midnight here. Yeah. How are we factoring that into the equation? You have different trading uh, times, like the market is open. So you have uh, the Tokyo session, you uh -huh. have the Australian session, you have the London session, which is one of the biggest, actually the biggest, and then you have the New York session, that's the United States section. Uh, session. So all of these sessions, each country is moving at different times. Mm -hmm. And so that's the cool part about trading Forex is it's 24 hours a day, five days a week. So as opposed to, like, I trade stocks as well, you know, if I'm not available from 9 to basically 4.30, 5 o'clock, I can't trade it right. as opposed to Forex. If I'm a night owl, well, maybe I want to trade the Tokyo session. You know, maybe I want to trade the Australian session. And then, you know, like the London session starts at our time about 3 a.m. So if a person wants to trade that, then they, they want to wait. They got to wake up at 3 a.m. in the East Coast time to be able to trade that. So it really depends upon what time of day that you're most. I tell people that you're most productive. But once you find a, uh, a currency pair that you really rock with and you really understand how it works, I tell people, stick with it. You only need two or three currency pairs to really understand how they move to understand how to be able to make money. Similar to stocks, like, you know, certain options, I'm sure you guys know, I, I know how this moves. Yeah. And then once you understand how it moves, you're like, okay, cool, let me just follow this. All right, it's pulled back here, but I, I know there's another opportunity for me to buy. So because I've been following it so long, I'm not freaking out about movements in the market. So if I like the time, if I'm like the British pound, I'm waking up at 3 a.m., mm -hmm. I'm fighting a trading pair at that time to actually say, all right, I'm staying in this market for the day or the minute or the hour, or whatever. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. Gotcha. And, and the best times to really trade is when you have like an overlap of markets. So when you have the London session overlapping, overlapping with the, the, um, the New York session, like so the United States. Overlapping meaning open versus Closing versus open? Open and open. Open and open. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. at the same time. Because you remember, this is the worldwide market of money. So that means all these countries over here that's doing business, everything that has to happen, like even when the government has to buy something from another country, they got to exchange the currency first. So everything that has to happen with the worldwide economy, they have to, this is this is where they have to play it. So now, like if if Australia's open and let's say London's not, well, it's not that much going on because it's only them. Right. But when you've got the uh, United States open, you got London open at the same time where there's a ton of movement that's happening gotcha. in the market. So, yeah, because that's interesting. People might not be familiar that actually currencies do fluctuate. But mm -hmm. like you said, if you go to that booth in uh, the airport or if you just watch the booth and you see those numbers, it's not like it's moving like stocks, like up and down, like, you know, crazy amounts. But those little 
It might be, you know, a tenth of 1%. Yeah, pips. That's what we call it. It's movements in the market. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how we calculate movement in the market. And then your lot size, that's your risk. That's the, determines how much money you're going to be making per pip. So explain the pips and lot size. So a pip is just basically the, the movement. So it, it's a little bit different. But if you, if you looked at a chart, like a Forex chart, you would have like a price uh, that's going to be talking about like the main pair. Right. And then as that as that fluctuates in the market, as it moves, that's the pip. That's this is just how we calculate movement in the market. A pip. So that's like, just it. like for stock market, they call basis points, which is a point of one percent. Correct. So like if it moves one basis point, that's point that's one percent of one percent. Correct. So if it's ten basis points is point ten. Is it similar to that? Yeah, that that would kind of get into like the lot size, right? Okay. So because like now, like yeah, I guess you, it moves by a certain amount of pips. So you can have a hundred pip move, you can have a thousand pip move. So when you yeah. say when you hear people say that, they're they're talking about the movement in the market. But that doesn't mean like like let's say on cryptocurrency, Bitcoin may move a thousand pips, but it, it may have only dropped a couple dollars in real life yeah. because it's just different movement in the market. Um, no, I will say it sounds similar to ticks in uh, mm-hmm. the futures market. Yeah, I think that was equal to like one cent or something like that. Okay. Yeah, so it sounds like pretty similar. Yeah, and then the, your lot size is just you have um, like a point zero one, so that's like ten cents a lot, right? Then you have a, um, a what did I say? Yeah, point one, and then that's that's a dollar um, a lot. And then you have a standard lot, which a lot of people want to try to get to. That's like a one point zero. So if that that's telling you based on the lot size, how much money is going to be made on that move based on what you put in. So if, let's, even if I had a $10,000 account, but I only said um, I want to make a dollar per pip, if it moves 100 pips, I made $100. Okay. But if I would have been on that same trade and said I want to make $10 a pip, well, then I would have made, what is that, $1,000 on that same trade. So it's not just the trade that's happening. It's also the risk that you set up on that particular trade. So what is the, what's some, like, all right. If you want to start trading, what's the format? Like, what's the platform? That MetaTrader 4. Um, it's a few of them. I mean, MetaTrader 4 is what a lot of people use. Um, TradingView is a good place to look at charts. If you want to be independent of a company, like, you know, where you can just look at it yourself, um, you could do that as well. But you've got to have a broker that you're going to be attached to. Um, so it's, it's a ton of brokers out there. Uh, I tell people just choose a reputable one because, you know, there's scam brokers as well, too. Uh, that's one of the benefits to having, like, stocks because you don't have to worry about somebody just – you know, there, there's things that regulate the market, right? Where Forex, if you don't have a reputable broker, you could be in a trade and they said, hey, you know, you you look at the chart and you won, but they're like, nope, we got a spread and you lost. And that happens sometimes in the market. That's why you want to try to find like reputable brokers. And then once you get a reputable broker, then what you want to do is you want to connect it to your MetaTrader 4. That's where you're going to really execute your trade. So you what, can do What's that. MetaTrader 4? It's just a, it's a platform for you to be able to execute your trades. It also mm-hmm. has charts, but most people normally mark it up on like TradingView or some other like charting software and then you just execute your trades from either your phone or your laptop there. So that's where you, that's where um, it's kind of like a, almost like an E-Trade except for it's not the broker as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like you find somebody that the broker that you're going to enter the trades through, MetaTrader 4 allows you to execute those trades for yourself. So uh, for a, lo- a long time, especially in our community, people felt like Forex is illegal. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm wondering now, obviously we know it's not, but what role do government banks play, right? Because if the currencies drop, wouldn't they be trying to purchase them? Like, what what, what role do they have in this? They, they're one of the big players in the market. So okay. you've got, I mean, it's a lot of players in the market. You've got governments, mm-hmm. um, you've got banks, the other inst- uh, financial institutions, hedge funds. Believe it or not, a lot of hedge funds actually trade Forex. Yeah, I you saw know? that. They were the number <laughs> like, one. <laughs> if, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at, like, show billions, a lot of people watch. Yeah. 
a lot of stuff they're trading. Like if you look at the trade, like, oh, okay, they they're really trading forex. If you look at the money show on TV, at the bottom you'll start see, like now that you know you'll start seeing you know USD CAD. It's a whole bunch of currency pairs at the bottom. That's forex. It's right in front of people the whole time, so it's not a scam. It's just perceived that way because they see people the way they market it seems scammy or spamish, and so people are like, oh, no, I'm not messing with that because the person that's showing it to you, it's a scam. Right. And so sometimes it's because of who brought it to you that makes you feel that way. But if you have a professional, somebody that's making a lot of money, now you're going to listen. Like, man, how do you make money? How do you do this? And like, okay, trade Forex. Now people listen. So what I've seen is it just depends on who brought it to you. You know, like somebody on the side of the street that looks a little ragged say, hey, man, what you do? I trade Forex. You'd be like, oh, no, nah, brother, leave it with me. <laughs> that happened. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, girl, a girl who was actually in our program, no joke, no joke. A girl that was in our, our summer program, she had to be like 17, 18. She was like, uh, Troy, can I speak to you? I'm like, yeah, what's going on? She was like, nah, come, yeah, come over here. And like, we one-on-one. And I'm like, what's up? And she was like, um, what are you doing like tomorrow at three o'clock? I'm like, well, what you mean? Yeah. She was like, I, I want you to come to this meeting about some making money. I said, Ashley, if you don't get out of here, <laughs> like, I, I pay you. Right, 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 right. But you know, here's the thing. People got to start somewhere. You That's know? a fact. You know I feel like, you. I feel like you. If I, I would say this. Y'all wouldn't be sitting. I, I started doing this three and a half years ago. Y'all wouldn't have been sitting down with Justin three and a half years ago. You know, but because I studied, got better, you know, people pay attention now, yeah. you know, but at the beginning it was like, ah, oh, is it real? Now it's a lot of risk that goes with it. You know, that, you know, I tell people as much money as you can make, you can lose in Forex. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you've got to have, you know, understanding and understanding of like proper risk management when you get into the trades. Cause a lot of people, what happens when they get into Forex, another reason why it feels like a scam is they really don't want to learn it. They just want to put their money in and they just want to grow it. Like, okay, yeah. how do I make money? Like I had a pastor, big time pastor, um, they got started um, not too long ago. He was like, look, I got a quarter million dollars I want to put in the market. And I'm like, no, nah, you're not doing that. Because <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Because it sounds like a quarter million sounds like a lot of money. But when it's a $6.6 trillion market, depending on the day, that ain't no money. They'll suck that up in a few minutes. Big sharks. Big time. Because like to move this market, you got to be a bank or financial institution. You know, like retail traders, that's us. Like we, we make up a very small percentage. I think it's something like less than 5% of the entire market. It might even be less than that. So it's not a lot of money that all the retail traders that you see are putting in the market. So, yeah, I, th- I think uh, that's where they get that reputation from is who was bringing in, how people were marketing. But as people get better, their confidence gets better. I think one of the things that's cool about it is you don't need people to make money. Okay. You know, like I can just trade. I don't have to recruit nobody. I don't have to sell nothing to nobody. I don't have to send out any links. I can make money by myself. And that to me is really cool, especially when you look at last year. When people were really shut down, investing and stuff like that, that's that's a that's a a powerful skill, especially if you understand what to do with it. When you look at what some of the things that happened in stock, which we were just talking about, and what happened to digital currency, knowing what we know now, I would have I would have emptied the entire. <laughs> you know I would have done nothing last year and just put it all in the market because I mean. It would be it would be a wrap. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's, that's a big, that's a big fact. old fact, man. So let me ask you this: as far as like stocks, well, obviously you know people have their favorites, whether it's technology companies, Apple, Microsoft, Google, and all stocks aren't the same. Like you know, what I mean, if you invest in you know a penny stock, it's not the same as investing in Tesla. Correct. So currencies, is it the same? Like, are there like some currencies that are like the premier currencies, or do you have a favorite that you like to actually trade? Yeah, there are, and but it's all it's all. Uh, it's all personal. You know, I, I tell people all the time, trading is personal because mm-hmm. it, what it is is really like you, you got to look at the chart and it's got to make sense to you, you know, at the end of the day. Because 
um, like for instance, my personal favorite is AUD USD. It's not the top moving currency pair, but it just it flows for me. I'm like a chill That's guy. All, all Australian dollar, yeah, Australian dollar, US dollar. Right, and so Australian dollar versus U.S. dollar, but for me, I'm like a chill guy. I travel a lot, so I don't need a, a ton of movement to, to be able to make the moves that I need to make in the market. There's some people that like USD JPY, the, the, the United States dollar versus the Japanese yen, moves a lot. Some people like like now. There's a, a new uh, uh, one that you can trade on Forex, which is US 30, which is the top US uh, top 30 US companies that are in that currency period, and that's really volatile. So you it's like thirty the, companies. It's, yeah. it's the Dow is just thirty companies randomly. The top thirty companies in the United. I don't even know which ones. I, mean, I don't trade it because it's too okay. risky for me. But I had a friend last year. He made three point three million dollars on it, oh. just trading US thirty. But it's very risky. So it, they'll be in trades for a short period of time. But the year before that, you know, DL made I think it was like one hundred eighty thousand dollars just regular forex, and he really studied um, US thirty and got into it. Made 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 over three million dollars last year trading it. So. It's very risky. You can all, a lot of people don't even know you can trade gold and silver on in the foreign exchange market. So you can trade commodities in there. So there's a lot of ways to play in the game of forex. You just got to find a currency pair or a commodity or something that really rocks that you really rock with and resonate with, and you really understand. Uh, some people don't know you can trade um, digital currency in there. So you can trade the Bitcoin versus the the, the U.S. dollar or XRP or Ethereum and things of that nature. So there's so many ways for a person to really get into the market. It's not just, you know, Forex is just the title of, you know, the market. There's so many ways that you can actually make money inside of it. After after you've made your selection of your pair, are there like some strategies or technical things that you should be looking at when you go into this? Because I, I know we've had a conversation before about doing the analytics and the technicals when it was coming to the stock market. So what are some of those things that we use in Forex? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of tools. Um, some people trade with indicators. Um, personally, I don't, but they, they work for people. Mm -hmm. Again, it all depends on what works for you and what you see when you look in the market. Um, you know, some of the basics that are really important is like support and, re support and resistance. Okay. You know, understanding, you know, the floor and the ceiling uh, on a certain currency pair that helps you with your entry point. Um, understanding like drawing trend lines so you can see where the market is going when it breaks the trend. Maybe it's a good time to get into the market. Um, Fibonacci. Fibonacci, right? Using Fibonacci, looking for retracement levels and when, okay, is this a good time to get back in? All of those things really kind of kind of come in. And so what a lot of people use is a combination of a few things and that's kind of become their strategy. Yeah, all of that stuff is stuff that we talk about on Market Mondays with stocks. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Once we start talking, you, like, you be like, I think we were talking about binary options, and I said, um, use like a call and a put, and yeah. stuff like that. Like, a lot of that stuff is very similar. And in fact, I think it is in binary options, I think it's called that. Um, I don't personally trade it. I have a lot of people in my, my group that trade it. But I actually believe it's the same same terminology that people use. So, it's, it's all very similar. So, yeah, so what is the binary options? Binary options is still Forex. But it's time forex. So, like with regular forex, I could be in a trade a couple of days, a couple of hours, months, whatever I want to choose. Whenever I want to close out and call my profit or my loss. When it comes to binary options, it's time forex. So, there you're literally looking at the market to go above a certain point in a certain time period, whether it's a minute, whether it's three minutes, or if you want to continue to roll it over. And so it's the, literally the same thing except for it's time for it. A lot of people call it money in minutes because your decision, your ability to make money is done in, in three minutes. So one thing I like about it is that uh, you get your response, your feedback really quick. You either lost or you won. 
You know, you know, as opposed to like sometimes, you know, because sometimes you like we were talking. These do some days where you you make a lot of money, you lose a lot of money, and you can do the same thing there, but it's it's quick. It's either like, hey, close this out. I made fifty dollars or I lost fifty dollars. Close this out in a minute or three minutes. I either lost five thousand or I made five thousand. It's literally that quick. So you you're you're doing um, daily. Like, what's your what's your personal strategy? Yeah, I'm, I'm more of like an intraday trader. So a lot of trades I have, I'm going to hold it for a few hours, maybe a couple of days, and I'm out of the trade. You know, like um, um, some people, they hold them for a few hours. That's literally it. A lot of people, it's like uh, like some people have strategies where it's like 10 pips and dip. If I get my 10 pips, I'm out. Mm. You know, um, we have a, um, a, a a calculator in our group as well. Like you just, some people just go off percentage points. When I grow my account by 10% or 20%, I'm out. So it really just kind of depends on your strategy when it comes to trading because, you know, greed is, you know, is, it's real. real. That's real. You it's know, real. and I think, I think one of the things you find out about yourself through trading is if you're a greedy person, you know, because I've been in trades, been up a you know, couple thousand dollars. I'd be like, all right, nope, maybe it'll go to 10,000. And then it go down, you know, a couple thousand dollars. You're like, all right, let me just wait to get back to where it was. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, why don't I just take it? You know, <laughs> if so, I get back to a thousand, yeah. I'm out. So, so you say you don't you do not do technical analysis too much? No, no, you do. You do. You yeah, do. Yeah. You, you I, don't use, I don't use a lot of indicators. Okay. You know, because so like. What do, you, what do you use? I just use basically technical analysis, bro. I use support and resistance. I'll draw my trend lines, and I'm just looking at good entry points on the market. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. For me, it, it works because. What I trade now, a lot of times, it's like we were talking before, it's digital currency. And so, it's, I mean, I like to keep things simple. I've seen people charts, and they got all these indicators, they got all these waves and all this kind of stuff. And can it be helpful for a newer person? Absolutely, to find a good point to get in. But I've been trading now three and a half years, so I, a lot of times I know what I'm looking for. And a lot of a lot of times that stuff on the charts really make it more, it, it messes it up for me. So I don't, I don't really get into a lot of it. What's the level of time commitment we need to be successful? Because a lot of times we talk to people like, yo, do your research, do your homework. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is different because it's 24 hours. So what's the level of commitment that we should have allocated to, you know, if we want to be successful, if we're trying to do the 50 or 60 pips in a day or something like that? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, A lot of times what I tell people is you want to give yourself, you know, an hour a day, five days a week, over 90 days. And you're not going to be an expert, but you'll be pretty proficient to start calling out your own trades yourself. Now, that's a different question from when can a person start making money? Because the good thing, the, the, the thing about Forex, you can be making money on accident. I have a lot of people, I've had people that have had incredible days, but it wasn't on purpose. And I think that's what a person has to be honest with themselves is when they get into it. Like, did you really know what you were doing or was it an accident? Yeah. You know, I've got a, a, a sergeant in the military. He just retired uh, from the military. But, you know, his, one of his first trades he made, he made like $1,100 uh, on his way to work. And so that was like his first time making money without working, which I think is really cool. I think that's why we got to talk about investing more mm-hmm. because most of us have never experienced making money without working. I tell most of us have been trained how to work from the neck down. Mm. What trading and investing does is teach you how to work from the neck up. And so he got in this, the market, he, he um, made, you know, $1,100. And he was like, wow, this is crazy. Everybody ran in his office. He's like, but I did it on accident. He's like, Justin, what made me start studying and said, what happens if I can learn how to do this on purpose? Mm. Now, Gilberto's had... $30,000 days, $40,000 days. He's had people that have made more money, but it's all because he started learning it and saying, okay, I got to do this thing on purpose. But he started out like everybody else, yep. watching videos, going through it, you know, and taking the time. And so for most people, I say, look, 90 days, you'll be proficient. 12 to 18 months, you'll really get it. Um, and then, you know, the, the level of being a master trader, I don't even know if I'm a master trader yet because it's so, I think you have to see so many things in the market to call yourself that. 
Like, you know, you can have a good year trading. That don't mean you're a master trader. I mean, you just had a good year. But when you can go through 2007, 2008, you can go through 2020, you can go through whatever's about to come, still and you can wins. still be consistent, okay, now you're a master trader. So that that's the goal that everybody wants to get to. You know, some people call themselves that. that I'm I'm not there yet, so I don't profess to be, but I am I can hold my own. Yeah, you said something earlier before, Cameron. You was like, um, uh, you can never work your way towards financial freedom. No, you can't. Like I mean, I think that's that's a trick that we've been taught. And I, th- I think now that we realize investing, you realize there was really no way to catch up with people that are millionaires and billionaires by just working. Mm-hmm. Because when you start realizing the kind of money you make without working, like, bro, I've woken up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> for real, like, I woke up some days and be like, I remember I used to try to make this in a year. Yeah. And I made it before. Fact, I, that's a fact. We call it our sleeping bag. You yeah. wake up to money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, that's a fact. But now, <laughs> so I like that—the sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't think that came over that, but it, it's, it's sleeping bag. We, yeah. That's what we coined it is because you can make money in your sleep. And most of us have only been taught how to make money by working. And to me, that's the trap because that ain't how you do it. How many people? Like, I didn't go to college. That wasn't my lane. But so. here's what I thought about, and I don't knock education because I think it is valuable. I gotta say all this because <laughs> I got kids. But but here's the thing. What I looked at before I was going to go to college, it was two things. Number one, I was going to go to school for business. My parents took me to all these schools, and I asked the professor that was running the courses how many of them ever ran a business. They, none of them ever had. So I was like, that was a knock. And then I looked at how many people do you know, and I asked y'all this, how many people you know that worked a job their entire life and they're financially free? No. Very few. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. Very few. Yeah, but it's very few. So it's like if that's the lane, if that was the route, I had never saw anybody do it in my life. I said, it's got to be another way for me to be able to do this. So I got into business. And so I started doing well. And, you know, I wasn't poor growing up. Like I had a lot of things that I needed, but not everything I wanted, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so my parents, great parents, incredible parents. I learned a lot of my work ethic from them. My personality comes from my mom. Work ethic comes from my dad. Um but when I saw a lot of things they did, I was like, okay, I got in business. I started making money. And then what do you go do? You go buy all the stuff you couldn't afford when you ain't had no money. So I started doing the trips. I started having the shoes and all this kind of stuff. And then I realized how much money was just sitting in my closet. And then when you get broke, eventually, you know, some stuff <laughs> starts you know selling the closet. You'd be like, damn, I really need that $700 right there. You know what I'm saying? I wonder who I can sell these kicks to. Right. <laughs> but... A mentor came to me. He was like, listen, Justin, you've done pretty well for yourself. But he said, man, you got to learn how to start having money work for you. And so the key is you got to have money start working for you harder than you're working for it. He said, look, why don't you have your money go out and bring your profit every day instead of you? Send your money in traffic. Have it go to work every single day. And then, you, and then you know, like the richest man in Babylon talks about you, your goal is to have your, your money have kids and then grandkids and then great grandkids. Mm-hmm. What most of us do is we, get, we make our money. And we spend it. And then the last three letters of the word spend is what? In. in. Every time you spend your money, it ends for you, but it starts working for the person that you just gave it to. And that's the thing that we've been we've been caught up with, you know, is people get all their money. We saw last year with the uh, stimulus check mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Dior line was out the si- out the building. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> so that shows to this us, day. even if you uh. get the money. Like, and people weren't even going out. We in quarantine. You getting a fresh outfit to be by yourself. But what do we do? We get the money and we go spend it instead of taking it and investing it. The only thing I've seen with most of us, and it don't matter to me if you do Forex, digital currency, stocks, is you got to learn how to invest. Because if you're not saving or investing, you're not even on the road to creating wealth. And that's, that's just the fact. 
we got to learn how to have our money working for us in the marketplace. And if we don't, there's no way we're going to win. When you spend money, you end money. That's definitely. When you spend it, it ends, bro. That's a fact. A so bar. let's talk about crypto a little bit. Yeah, that's it. This is what everybody has been fiending for, cryptocurrency conversations. So, all right, crypto, right? We got the big dog, Bitcoin, Bitcoin yep. which I think makes up like 70% of the marketplace, yeah, Troy. The majority. Uh, it's at 64 today. 64 dominant. And then you have the other coins, Ethereum, mm-hmm. Litecoin, XRP, things of that we nature. You got to say Polkadot. It's number four now. Took XRP spot. A lot of them took XRP spot now. Yeah, that joint got it. Yeah. Took a hit. It took a hit. It'll be back, though. Yeah, it took a hit. XRP's in trouble. So, all right. Let's start. We'll have a broad range conversation, but let's start with Bitcoin, Mm -hmm. the granddaddy of them all, right? (laughs) Bitcoin, household name, people hated to love it. Top performing asset for the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Fact. No, that's a fact. So, if if somebody right now is, is thinking, okay, what is this Bitcoin thing? I keep hearing about it. Is it safe? Should I put money into it? Is it going to just disappear overnight? Like, where do we start with the conversation with Bitcoin? Yeah, I, I think I think the biggest thing is to understand the technology, you know, with blockchain, and that's something I'm still I still study it to this day because so I'm like, man, it's a lot of stuff to this to this entire uh, ecosystem that's been built. But in my opinion, uh, it's here to stay, and, and 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 you can see it. You know, like it's funny. A couple years ago, J.P. Morgan and Chase was saying, "Don't touch it; it's a scam." Now. We believe it's going to get to one hundred thirty thousand. They put because, it at one hundred thirty thousand because when they when it took off in two thousand eighteen, it's two thousand seventeen. Yep, December. The big money wasn't in the game, so what did they have to do? They had to talk about it, drive it down. Because okay, this thing might be real. Let's <laughs> talk about it real quick. Now we build the infrastructure. Now you got banks getting involved. You got countries getting involved. That's now because they're like this thing is going to be around. So let's figure out how we can be a part of this growth. And now you see companies. In institutions that are now making a part of their portfolio, they're not like, they're not getting super aggressive yet, but yeah. you know, ten percent of of the hedge fund is now going into crypto. It's starting to show you that big money is now starting to get into it, and once they get into it, you know, it's it's almost that that uh that saying that it becomes too big to fail. Do you view it more as? I think the word cryptocurrency is a little misleading because it is. it's digital it's, currency, really. I think even currency is a little misleading because it's not being used. As I think people's using it more as an investment, store value, more as gold. So do you see it in the future as actually being used as currency or more so as like a store value goal? I do. I think I think it depends on which one. Right? I think Bitcoin is more of a like people are storing money in it. But when like and I, I hate the XRP is going through what it's going through. We'll see how it pans out. You know, the guy filed a suit and then yeah, stepped yeah, yeah. down the next day. So we'll see. But XRP as an example its utility is to help with international payments exactly. and making it cheaper. So that's why you had companies like Western Union and, and MoneyGram and them partner with them because you know how it used to be to send money. MoneyGram was expensive and it took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Well, now you can send millions of dollars in a matter of seconds. So that's the utility that it serves. So I think they're going to have, depending on the currency, the use that it serves in the marketplace is where it is, is where it's going to make sense for you to invest. So I would, what I would say to anybody, even if it's Bitcoin, before you invest into it, research it. Like, don't buy Bitcoin just because you heard it's time. Because typically, by the time you heard about it, the move has already Ooh. been made. Yeah. Like, you, you should have been buying it at, when it was, like, March 13th or 11th last year, it was $3,800 a coin. Yeah. You know, now it's 35000 yeah. you know, and, and it's been higher. Now people are trying to get into it. I'm like, well, you know, now for your money to double, it's got to go from 35000 to 70000 <laughs> Maybe you want to look at, putting some money in there. I tell people, look, if you want to, because you can buy fractions of it, you don't have to buy a whole thing. 
you know, maybe put, I always have like my portfolios, half of it is, is um, Bitcoin. And then you diversify with altcoins because Bitcoin is the it's the brand a company. Got to have that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then you have things like Ethereum that's at an all-time high right now. XRP, even though it's had what is going on, the majority of their usage is out of United States anyway. So they only shutting down United States, which is like ten percent of their uses. But it's still up. It was eleven cents last March. It's thirty something cents today. XLM, that joint was super low. I, I I don't remember what what it was. I bought it three cents, right? Thirty what's, cents. What's up, two dollars twenty eight? Okay, 20, that, okay, that, yeah. that's Stellar. 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 Yeah, Stellar. Stellar is backed by IBM. IBM. Yeah. So it's like all of these things, it's like, man, what's what's the percentage of growth on that though in yeah. a matter of months? So what starts happening is as the Bitcoin grows, this happened in 2017, what'll happen is people will start taking profit. That's why some of it's pulling back right now. And people are starting to invest into these altcoins. So when they start taking money from here, then they put in these altcoins, now they start growing because people are like, oh man, I can take Man, still, uh, 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 what do you call it? Ethereum's at a thousand. Man, if he gets to two thousand, three thousand, right? Well, now I just triple my money again, triple my money in Bitcoin at this point. I got to take it to ninety thousand, which again could probably happen. will happen. <laughs> it could happen, you know. So yeah. that's why what they'll do is what people will do because you think about it, Bitcoin's kind of been in a stalemate for the last week and a half or so, right? It hasn't really been a lot of growth. So, well, man, I could take my money out of here. Put it in Ethereum real quick that's growing right now. Some of these other coins make my profit and then flip it back into Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So now I got more Bitcoin than what I had initially. And so that's what that's what a lot of us are doing, you know, in the marketplace. And it's, it's been real profitable. Um, another thing with trading um, digital currency on the Forex platform is it's, it's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Forex is only open 24 hours a day, five days a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was and that was the thing we we were encountering. It was like we started taking shifts because mm-hmm. this thing don't close. It nah. was like you know, like you know, at four o'clock you can rest if you're watching the stock market. Yeah. You're like all right, well, it's tomorrow's a, a new day, mm-hmm. right? And then cryptocurrency it was like, yo, it's Sunday at three a.m. Like, yo, somebody oh, got to watch the charts, man. Yeah. Like, you know, you get that text message like, yo, we up a hundred percent. Yeah, it's like, all right, how do I get more money in there? But you got to wait for the bank. So it, it was crazy, but this is, it's the same discipline, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You buy low, sell high. It is. The problem is when we see crypto go, or we see Bitcoin go to forty-one thousand. It's like, I better get it now before it gets to hundred. Right, but and that's the wor- the worst time to buy something is at its all-time high, because <laughs> it's always going to pull back. It, yeah. Nothing just, and that's the thing. The thing that messes people up in business too, because people psychologically we want something that just just goes up, and nothing just goes up in life. It 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 has time. It goes up and it comes back down. It goes up and comes back down. And I think if we start understanding the philosophy more so of investing, we can become more successful investors. And uh, and yeah, I mean I I look I'm not I'm not a you know a wizard when it comes to this stuff, but I believe digital currency, cryptocurrency, however whatever you want to word it as, is here to stay. And so it's for me, it's like you gotta learn it. I, I would hate to be that person, like in our parents' generation of the dot com era, like, oh, that's a scam. It's not gonna be here. And it's like, well, we were wrong about that one. <laughs> you know what I'm like, why not at least? Why not at least learn about it? It don't take a read them white papers. <laughs> I, I read something. I read something, and I, don't quote me on this, but it was something like, if you got a little bit of money, you can make a few thousand dollars. If you got millions right now, you could be a multimillionaire with digital currency. If you got multimillions right now you could be completely done financially because of what's happening with the growth in it. So I think for anybody that just puts it aside as a scam or it doesn't work or it doesn't make sense, I think it's just naive to say something about something that most people haven't even really looked into 
Why not look into it? You know, I have friends. I had them put $100 in Bitcoin last year. They called me like, man, I got a couple hundred dollars in here. How do I do this again? I'm like, I thought you was going to keep doing it. This whole process was going on. Yeah. So you can make money on accident. But, man, what happens if we start learning what to do with it? And then, you know, one of the principles I teach people is, you know, you got to get some cash. Take it. Buy, build a grown asset that's going to make you some more cash. Yeah. And if we start spending this money as opposed to this money. We'll never be broke. The whole thing is like y'all got, you know, what is it? Assets, assets over liabilities. The goal is to have some assets that are paying for everything in your life. Investments are just like that. So what about um, GBTC? GBTC. That's so, I don't know the exact name of it. It's like Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. I think okay. that's the name of it. I invest in that. That's, you can buy it on E-Trade um, or I, I buy it on E-Trade. on the stock market. So it's trade on the stock market. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't, it's not like a, it's not like a stock stock, but it is. You can buy it on E-Trade. And I like that because it follows Bitcoin's growth. And so a lot of us, we follow Bitcoin. We've been watching it for a while. And so we buy it on both sides. We're just trying to be a part of it all. I'll just be transparent with you. If I can get over here, buy it over here too. Um, Grayscale, which is really cool. Um, you, at the initial, and a lot of their funds, you have to be an accredited investor anyway to be able to take advantage of it. Um, they've opened up that fund because there's been more millennials that have been wanting to take part in it, but they, they couldn't you know, really understand the crypto side. But like right now, I think it's at, you know, 35, maybe $31 a share. And so it follows Bitcoin's growth. So when Bitcoin grows, it'll grow. You know, when I first look, started looking at it, it was between $5, $7, $9. So I was buying it all the way up. And, you know, it's got as high, I think it's like 40 something dollars over the last couple of weeks. So to me, that's another way to get into it. If you just want, kind of want to play around with it, you can dive into there and you can start making uh, money there as well. I think, matter of fact, I think Friday... Um, they just bought another three hundred million of Bitcoin. So and it's and it's you know regulated. It's yeah, like regulated all that stuff. You don't have to go. You, you got to worry about nobody stealing it. Yeah, you know because you know think about Oof. you know digital currency. You, I mean we've seen all the reports. Like the guy that remember you posted the guy yeah, that yeah, lost yeah. two hundred million. Yeah, that was crazy. I would be going through the trash can too. Like, <laughs> no, no, because you find it, it took care of your whole life. But you know you got you know I. I buy my digital currency now only the Coinbase, Coinbase Pro, and then I trade it. Uh, I transfer it to something called a ledger. Talk about that. Yeah. So um, what's Coinbase Pro? Coinbase Pro is just like Coinbase, but it has lower fees. You got it. It's Pro is because it's, it's a little like events, a little bit more advanced, but the fees are lower, so you're able to keep more of your money when you're when you're buying a lot of the currency. You always start on Coinbase, or did you try these other platforms? I well? tried to Binance a little bit at the beginning. Okay. Uh, Binance, of course, in the United States, they shut down all business. Yeah. Um, there are a few now other ones that you can buy um, it on. Of course, Cash App that you can buy it on now. Gemini, Gemini, um, Gemini, Gate.io. Um, and it's some. It's a new one that everybody just started talking about. I, I had to look. I'll, I'll let y'all know okay. after this. But it's a few of them that you can buy it on. Coinbase is kind of like. The brand day, standard. you know, standard, especially here in the United States. Yeah. Um, they're starting, they're trying to go public as well. So that's something I'll probably look at too. You know, if they they can get through that process. Um, um, but yeah, it's a great place to buy it. I don't store it there because there's a lot of things that happens um, when you're storing it on there. A lot of times you'll see when there's big moves in the market. A lot of those uh, platforms they'll stop working conveniently. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which again is why they need regulation. Yeah. You know, because a couple weeks ago XRP literally went from like. 40 or 50 cents in one night to like almost 90 cents. And Coinbase froze. So you couldn't take money out. You couldn't buy it or you couldn't sell it. Because there was people that's trying to take Bitcoin. They're like, oh man, we could move all this Bitcoin in here now and it's going to keep going because XRP's biggest uh, high was like $3 and some change. So people are like, man, I can flip my money remember, really quick. Remember that, 343. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, 
Now, like I put my stuff on Ledger, and if you get a Ledger, uh, like Nano, Nano X, it doesn't really matter which one you get. Just make sure you get it from their website. So, what yeah. is, can, can you explain what a, a Ledger is? A Nano Ledger? It's uh, it's like a, it's a secure wallet. It's not on an exchange. It's like that is your exchange. So you know, it doesn't hold all of them. Like I can't send XLM. I can't send Stellar there because it doesn't have a, like a wallet for it yet. Yeah. Um, so they're still building out support. But a lot of the major ones, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, XRP, you can store them there. And on, so on your wallet, on your yeah. wallet, on your own personal. It looks wallet. like a USB drive. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It looks just like a USB drive, yeah. and obviously it has codes. And each coin, altcoin, and some people, it, I don't want it to go over their head. An altcoin is any coin that is not Bitcoin, so it's an alternative to a Bitcoin. And so the Nano Ledgers will come preloaded with a wallet for specific ones. And so if you have XRP, it'll have the transcript for XRP where you can store it. So. Some people like in, in the past, it was like, yo, well, I'll trust that. But what if I lose that? Mm-hmm. And so you can go to like an XRP and actually upload the wallet to it. Correct. The problem is if you upload it to it and somebody hacks your code on your computer, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, well, now they have access to your XRP. And one day you may come and it's gone, right. which is why you have the nano ledger and you should never lose the nano ledger. Right, yeah, because, you know, you've heard those horror stories of people taking their phone to like Verizon or AT&T and getting it fixed. And they came back and their wallet was wiped out. Yeah, we know a friend that, oh. that happened to. Yeah. It's Google Authenticator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he He's got locked so, out. He switched phones. Well, let me ask you this, because some people say that actually the most secure thing is to write down. Mm-hmm. Is that more secure than a nano ledger? How does that work? Write it down. I never wrote it down. You know, like okay. all the people I know in, in crypto told me to get the ledger. So right. I, I, because you can, you can, lane. you can write it down, right? You I mean like know. as like, like the, your like, your hand like handwritten? Like the, you have your code. Oh yeah, you can write it up. Oh okay, okay, yeah, write yeah, it down. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But the, the ledger is like it has its own address. So what what I like about it is, like let's say Bitcoin goes to a hundred thousand. Everybody's trying to cash out right now. In Coinbase, it may just lock you up for you can't do nothing. Where on the ledger, what I could do is I could send it to another exchange that's working or someplace else mm-hmm. and take my money out. Exactly. So that's the kind that's that's the, the the benefits of that. The security of it is pretty good too. You don't have to worry about. Real, I mean, it's. I mean, unless somebody you gave somebody all those codes that Yo, you that's set crazy. up. Yeah. Yo, that, you bringing us down. Nah, we lost, have flashbacks. We I, have flashbacks. I, I lost five hundred dollars in Bitcoin. I sent it to the wrong address one time. Mm. Yeah. That's something you gotta be careful of. That, now you can scan it though. You, yeah, before I'm, we had to do the copy and paste yeah. or write it down. But now I'm thinking like that flashback of when we got the nano ledger. We came to your house. Remember, we, it was like four of us. And it was like a 20 question yeah. survey. Yeah. It was like, how am I going to even remember all these answers? Yeah. Yeah. Like you got to put it in the safe somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I, I got a couple different locations where I got it at. I, I also, um, I can't get into Binance right now. Yeah. I got like $3,000 in Binance. That's just like in like Tron and Cardano. Yeah, I we made some money on Tron. Yeah, Tron I was big good. on Tron. I was yeah. big on Justice Sun. And then, <laughs> good thing is that I moved all of my major, I moved most, I moved like all of my real money off of. Binance into Coinbase, but some of them like I don't think Cardano. Well, Tron's definitely not supported on Coinbase. No, it's no, not. no, no. And I don't think Stellar is either. Stellar, it is. It is. Yeah. I think my Stellar is still on Binance. No, but you can send it. How, how can I get that out? I would if you can get it out how, of Binance. How, how can I do that? Uh, you got to send it to your wallet. So if you get, if you got Coinbase, yeah. If you open it up, there's a wallet that you can. Send, like it won't let me do it. Binance. It, it won't let me send money out. They are a scam. No, no, no. <laughs> no what happened for them? Charlie no, Lee. No, it, what happened for them is, for the U.S., they shut down services. So a lot of people, like, they sent out emails. It was like, if you have money in there, you got to get it out. So exactly. that may be one of the things that happened. Because the problem with the U.S. right now, when it comes to digital currency, is we're so far behind. 
So the regulations are so heavy on it. Because really, you know, the banks and stuff didn't want it to happen. You know, so we're uh, all the other countries are a little bit more open with it or a lot of the other countries are a little bit more open with it. The United States is not. So Binance didn't shut down operations. They just stopped servicing the United right. States yeah. because they like, OK, y'all, y'all. Y'all ain't even a big pool of money right now. We it's a lot more money that's out here other than the United States. So similar to what's happening with XRP, they're only running into regulatory issues in the United States, and it's not even they're not even being fined as being um, like a scam. Their 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 lawsuit against them is it kind of what you're saying is it's an actual investment vehicle that people are looking at it as, and they're like, okay, well you've already said that Bitcoin's not, you've already said that Ethereum's not, and you're saying that we are. So that's what their whole their whole piece is about. It's, oh, okay. the, the, the the crazy part is that when they did that, um, just being in the tech background, right away we were like, "Yo, we got to get a VPN. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get the VPN yeah. because now <laughs> it'll say that." And VPN is a virtual positioning network. Is that what? What's virtual private network? Private network. Yeah. Vir- virtual private network. So if I'm in Atlanta. My VPN will tell you that I'm in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, exactly. And so now I can trade on those platforms. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole process in itself. It I'm is. not recommending that. It I'm just saying that, that that's what people were doing um, in those days. But, I, I'm, but I'm, even I'm, now, it's like Coinbase, like depending, if you live in New York, like the regulations is crazy. Mm-hmm. But then if you go to Connecticut or Jersey, you can actually do something. It's, it's, it's a, it, that's what I say. It's the United States, bro. And that's like Coinbase had to get rid of XRP only because they're working on becoming public in the United States. So they're like, we can't be can't attached have this on, yeah, yeah. to this company, which I think that's smart too, because sometimes in life you gotta associate, disassociate yourself from people that's going. We made to it this far, like, hey, <laughs> you know, my man, let's just make sure see how that work out, and then we'll come back together. You know what I'm saying? Because they're they're still saying, hey, it may come back on because yeah. you can still, you, it's still there, but um, you know, they just you gotta you know time will tell. So you know, this is right now it's the wild wild west, um, that's and I think that's exciting, you know, for me because everything that's created a lot of millionaires in America has started off and in the world started off being the wild wild west until there's some things that came in place. I, I would say for anybody that's investing in any of these things, it's just learning how to get to the right side of money. That's literally it. Because most of us, we have money and we feel like we don't have enough money to invest, but we do. We're just on the wrong side of it. Like I was talking with my buddies and I was like, you know, how many of us have had Netflix for how many years? I don't you know, I don't know. Five years or more. And, you know, even if you just look at the five, 10 or like the eight, 10 or twelve dollars, I think now I pay like eighteen dollars a month. But how much you've been paying for the last five years versus what if what would happen if you would invested that same money that you spent into Netflix? How much money would you have? So what's happening for most of us is we got the money. We're just on the wrong side of it everywhere. Instead of investing in Apple, man, we got every single Apple phone mm-hmm. Instead of investing into Tesla. We drop. We got a couple of them. it's like, but why not learn how to put our money on this side first? Have it make us some money and then get on the other side. And I think platforms like you are where you're showing people and teaching them education and teaching them how to master the markets can be life-changing for a lot of people if they take it serious. No, that's a fact. And it's one of these things where a lot of investments are related, like you said. Like when you learn about how to read charts, mm-hmm. you can read the same charts for crypto, for yeah. Forex, for stocks. Yeah. So it's it's not as complicated as it may sound. Like when you first hearing about this stuff for the first time, it's like you speak in Spanish, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But the more you become familiar with it, it's like, oh, okay, I'm catching on. I'm getting it. Yeah. Getting yeah. It. yeah that's what, that, like my mentor, uh, David, uh, he, he's the one that told me about GBTZ. He, okay. I mean, he's, I was like, and he, but he had to show me how to buy it because it's not like regular stocks where you got to, you could just push buy market. I think you had to do like a limit order on it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, it's the same type of stuff that 
I was learning these other areas. But like, man, you just learn how to invest in the stuff, how to write people in your ear that you can make money on. Like, you gave me a call on some stuff. I'm like, man, I didn't even have to. That's the benefit of being around people that are like learning the stuff and teaching it. You don't even have to be the expert. Right. But you can still get the benefit of being the expert. Yeah. So how, how did you get into investing Forex, crypto? And you, you do some stocks too. Like what made you, were you always into investing your whole life? Or? Nah, man. Um, I had a, I had a mentor initially. I was kind of saying at the beginning, that was like, you know, you've done well for yourself, but you got to start having money work for when you. When you did well for yourself, what were you doing? I had a, uh, actually my own network marketing company. So I had a okay. network marketing company myself um, before that. And then um, I had that for like three and a half, four years. Then before that I had a call center. So it was the company that would call you. So I had a contract with AT&T, Verizon, uh, direct energy, which is like with the deregulation of energy, but on the commercial side, mm-hmm. um, merchant processing. Um, I did that for like four and a half years. And uh, then I started off like door to door sales. So, you know, whatever I could sell door to door. So, you know, through those things, I made good money. And uh, I, I had a, a year and a half that was real tough, like financially. And I was like, dang, all that money that I had go through my hands. And I'm and like, you know, and I was like 22. 23, that was the first time I seen like 70,000 months, $80,000 months and stuff like that when I was selling. And I was like, man, this is crazy. So I'm just buying stuff. But I didn't know I had to learn how to do the right things with my money and be more disciplined. I didn't realize that just because I make the money, it wasn't all mine. And so I had to realize, okay, you know what? Just because you make X, Y, Z, that's not all yours. You got to invest it. You got to pay taxes. You got to do all this stuff. And so a gentleman came to me. He was like, listen, you got to learn this. And then um, my mentor now uh, David, he came to me and he was like, listen, um, you know, this is what we're doing with Forex. And I had um, me and my best friend, we had went to a uh, uh, like an online seminar. I forgot the name of that company. They went out of business now. Um, online Trading Academy. They were really big. They were running ads and stuff. And I was like, man, I really like that Forex thing. But it was like, I think their course was like 13000 to 30000 depending on which one you got. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm not really ready to put that kind of money into it. So I just kind of put on a hold. And so when he came to me about this investing thing, I was like, all right, I know I got to learn investing. It doesn't matter what I do. It don't matter if I get into cars or anything else. No matter, I got to take the money I'm making, I got to invest it. I knew that was a critical part of my life because I didn't do that the first time. I said, like, I can't just spend it all. And so I got serious about it. So initially I was just doing stuff like with my financial advisor, mutual funds, bonds and stuff like that. And, you know, it's really good. You know, it's safe. You know, like, you know, if she has a, 15% year. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, that's great. But, you know, you know, stuff that we invest in. <laughs> that's a good day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, that's no, cool. No, good. No, 50% it's cool. is good. It's, it's, not, it's not bad, but it, it's, it could be better, you know. But in that world, yeah. you know, that's when I started looking at Forex. I'm like, people don't understand it because, you know, I would have people that would start an account with $100 and they would make $10. And they're like, man, that's no money. I'm like, but you make 10% in a day. My financial advisor might be trying to do that for, for the, the whole year. year. And it's like, man, we most of the market went down by a lot, and we we still managed to get ten percent. So when I start seeing the potential in it, I'm like, man, what if what if a person could just learn to be really consistent at getting ten percent or or fifteen percent in a day in the market, and grow it and compound it to be disciplined? That all that just intrigued me to really get serious about it. And so you know, growing from there to not really knowing that much about it, uh, the first wave of of crypto, I didn't really have a lot of money to invest into it. I had a, you know, I had a few thousand in it, but I didn't have a lot. And I was like, man, two things I wanted to have happen. The next market collapse, because I knew it was coming. I wanted to have money to get into the market, because I, I was, you know, 
which that happened in 2007. I was 20 years old, so I didn't really have a ton of money then. I was just getting started. And then I was like, man, this crypto thing come back around. I really want to be able to take part in it because I, I was at the beginning of it. I didn't know what I was doing. So um, that's what got me interested and intriguing into it. And I think I'm always going to be with it now because, like we said, man, I don't know of a place you can make this kind of money with no work. Like, we literally get paid to think, you know. Like, you put money out there, you yeah. pick up, and, you know, that that's what happens. And I'm just – I'm more – now I've become passionate about teaching people about the mindset and the philosophy of investing in business and stuff like that versus just making the money. Because I think if you get in anything just to make money, you'll fail. Uh, we start that way. You know, everybody starts that way. But you got, I think you got to get passionate about really diving into, like you, when I was talking to you, like really diving into these companies. And, yeah. and what everybody wants to hear is, man, oh, you made 50000 a day. You made whatever today. Yeah, but how did I get it? How did I, how did I know to make that decision? And that's where the studying comes from. That's where the time comes from. And so if you're looking to get into Forex or anything else for that matter, and you're just trying to get rich, I would say get excited about the education and the knowledge because that's what's going to bring you to money. Yeah, I think that was one of the best things in, during our conversation. It was like a two-hour conversation, mm -hmm. but it was like your knowledge was like, yo, thank you for teaching me this. Now I got to go do the work. Yeah. And in true dress and fashion, you ran the play. Yeah. <laughs> you ran the play. And, yeah. and so that's empowering. And I know one of your goals um, for the past couple of years is like, yo, I want to create more people that are making these type of decisions and actually running plays. And so I know you said you want to create a hundred chairmen and how many six figure? Yeah. And six figure traders. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred and a hundred. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. You know, for me, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think you got to have uh, an environment where people really believe things can happen for them. And so that's what we've been able to create, you know, with our company. And we got it. We got a simple, you know, pl platform that teaches people the skill set. Um, I'm personally really passionate about teaching people about leadership because I think you, you know, leadership sets the tone for everything. You know, um, in every company, every country, as we just saw here in America, there's a lot of things that, you know, just leadership um, is, is really important. And so I teach people a lot about that. I, I'm working on like an ebook to come out for that as well. So people have really been able to learn the stuff that I've learned because I learned it. I wasn't I didn't come in as a leader, um, but it's teaching, you know, people the right things, because what a lot of times what people don't understand with leadership is that you can be you have good leaders and bad leaders. And I'm not saying poor leaders, but like, you know, Hitler was a great leader. He was a bad person. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to learn the right skill sets, but you've also got to make sure you got the right principles to go with it. And so teaching people those things. And then as we're getting the money, I'm really, you know, I stayed down for a long time. Like a lot of things I'm doing now, I could have did a long time ago. <laughs> for real. But I really couldn't afford it, though. I Like I could have from the money I was making. Yeah. But I remember I talked to my financial advisor and we were just talking about this Rolex and she was like, you can't afford it. And at the time I was making like 30 some thousand a month. I'm like, what do you mean? Of course I can afford it. <laughs> you know, it's only 22,000. We had this like, conversation the other day. <laughs> she was like, no, you can't. I'm like, I can. She was like, no, you can't. And then she started breaking it down and telling me why. And I was like, man, I needed somebody in my ear like this before. And then when I did it, I felt great about it. I was like, man, okay, now I really, I really could have did it because now it's, it's easy for me to be able to do. And so I think that's the the thing we got to start teaching people. It's like, yeah, there's a time and place to do stuff. And, you know, a lot of the flash and all that stuff, that stuff ain't going anywhere. But, you know, like I was talking to somebody earlier. I was like, man, what? Did, how many of y'all spent $3,000, $4,000 on something last year? And everybody raised their hand. I was like, if you would have knew that if you would have put that three, that 4000 into Bitcoin, it could have turned to forty. So now what you didn't realize is that the, that outfit that you bought that cost 
four thousand. It didn't really cost you four thousand. It really cost you forty. Forty. Because you missed out on that growth that you opportunity. Yeah, growth potential on it. Yeah, and so that's the thing. If we start understanding that as a group, as a people, like I, my first forex account, I took. It was a two hundred dollar account. In the two and a half weeks, I grew it to three thousand. And and at the time, my friend, I was really big into video games. I don't know if y'all play video games. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a video game guy. Like Madden. <laughs> I was, listen, I was a beast. No, no, that was live. No, NBA Live. Okay, okay. Yeah. NBA Live, yeah, that was cold too. But Madden? Madden was top thousand. I got to a top thousand. Okay, strong. Yeah, yeah. strong. Yeah. But like, you know what you got to go through to get to the elite level every year. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I stopped playing. Yeah, no. I, I, couldn't, be elite, I couldn't be elite anymore. I got rid of my Xbox. <laughs> and my friend was like, bro, you can afford the Xbox. I'm like, you know, you don't understand. It's not about the $200 that it costs or the $300 that it costs, is what it could have been if it was in my investment account. And I think if we start getting people on that now, like, I ain't gonna lie, I bought a controller. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, so I go to my friend's house, I got a controller. But I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta really start teaching people this stuff, but I had to be the example of it in my own life. And so yeah. now when my group starts seeing, like people that work with me, people in my business, they say, man, Justin could have really did this a long time ago, but he waited. Now it makes you feel uncomfortable doing something early. Like the stuff my mentor has done, like it was, I was telling y'all, like, man, he's had million dollar days and stuff. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like, how can I even brag about the stuff I'm doing? When you know what I'm saying, like you you chilling with it's yeah. levels, it's levels, and that's what I think we got to keep getting people around. Like I'm looking at your investments, like okay, yeah, yeah it's, it's a we got to keep doing this stuff. <laughs> but not, isn't not, it, not is, me per se, just yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> but but think about it. What did those conversations used to be like? Oh, let me look at your fit. Oh man, you got the jays. I got to go get those. What if we made those conversations where it's like, man, your investment account, man, I got to get that. Yeah, man, yeah. that knowledge, I got to go get that, and that becomes a thing that's cool and that's popular. I I, I believe. Entrepreneurs, investors, we're gonna be the people of the next few years getting the shoe deals, getting the, the endorsements because that's where everything is really going. We we have a, a, a platform where, you know, I'm not trying to be funny. You don't have to be an athlete. Rapper, or a rapper, nope. Athlete, nope. You know, and I, and really like even the clothing line came from living in Atlanta, being I'm six five and you got a nice car. That's the first thing people ask. Hey man, you play ball? No. You rap? No. What do you do? And they're thinking sell drugs. That's us. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'm an entrepreneur. But, you know, there's people that don't look like me. And if they have a nice car, that's not what the first thing they think. And I think one of the things that we got to do and we're, we're doing is changing the stereotype of what success looks like in our community. And that you can be an investor. You can be smart. And you can still have a hoodie and some jeans, but you, you got this. And that's the piece nobody can ever take away from us. That's a fact. That's a fact. So what's up? What's next for you? Um, what's on your vision board for for twenty twenty one? What projects are you working on? Uh, yeah, talk about that. Yeah, a couple things, bro. I got a uh, um, uh, you know, I got the clothing line. Me and uh, Mister Two Weeks Out. I think shout you had to, him. Shout out to yeah, Jason. Jason Lundell, Lundell, Lundell. That's my guy. That's my guy. Um, so we're growing the, the entrepreneurship uh, clothing line, um, and so we're investing a lot into that. Um, I actually just um, invested into some uh, medical transportation company. So by probably by the time this is out. You know, I'll have that'll that'll be like public, so you know what I'm saying, don't say nothing to us. <laughs> so that that that's gonna be uh that's gonna be dope. Um and uh yeah, now I'm gonna get more into like I'm not I don't courses is not really gonna be my thing, but like I got a leadership playbook that's gonna be coming out because like everything's like run to play. Mm-hmm. So I got a leadership playbook that's gonna be coming out, just teaching people a lot of things I learned and like building businesses, working with people, communicating with people, because that's that's a skill that's that's necessary. You know, because I've seen people that had great talent, but they were terrible with people and they still failed. And so it's, it's helping people become better with communication, better with leadership. And so I've got a whole 
um, uh, think a whole lineup of things that are coming out, and then just just growing this investment portfolio, bro. That's it. That's it. Shout out to the circle of CEOs. Want to talk about that? Yeah, man. It, you know, it was organic. You know, I think that's the thing that was best about it. Nobody was trying to come together. It wasn't even a thing that we were trying to come together and do. It was just brothers that was doing well, and we were like, hey, man, let's meet every week and let's just brainstorm, share ideas, and it just became something that was um, really cool. And so, you know, now we've got a circle of CEOs that literally totally different lines of business. Like nobody does the same thing, but everybody's winning their own right. Um, but we had the same heart for people, and that was helping them and in, in, in pouring into the community, giving back, um, but not just being examples uh, in business. Well, we want to be examples when it comes to being a great father and a great you know, significant other, whatever the case may be, it's just it's just making sure that we we become a lead on all levels. So yeah, we're looking to uh, you know grow the circle and get better um, every single year and uh, continue to impact the community. The circles accepting applications. Yeah, we're working, and on they it. all come with leather jackets. <laughs> facts, they facts, call facts. they come with the leather jackets. Listen, listen, I get yeah. y'all leather jackets. I worked that out. I had a close friend that made it. Shout out to Authentic Martian. Yeah, that was they, 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 uh, they made that was fine. The, the that was fine. So, that was, yeah, that was we, a nice look. Yeah, that was dope. Got y'all on that. That was dope, man. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us, bro. I appreciate yeah, no, it. I appreciate y'all having me for real. Yeah, I, know yeah. this is, I, I don't take anybody sharing their platform lightly. And uh, just I'm, I'm proud of what you all have been able to do for a lot of people. Thank you. You guys are superstars. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on everything that's going to come for you all because y'all have put a lot of good seed out there. And it's even people behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know. But it's like, man, the, 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 the kind of uh, good seed that y'all have put out there, it's, it's, it's already started to come back. But I don't even think you guys have really – even reaped uh, what there is to sow for what you all have done for a lot of people, man. So I just want to say appreciate y'all. Thank appreciate you, brother. You, appreciate that. Appreciate so, that. Troy, housekeeping items? Yeah, shout out to everybody on Patreon.com. Y'all know this our Proud to Pay program. Obviously, the top tier, tier five, y'all have access to EYL University, the number one school for business, entrepreneurism, and anything related to finance. Um, so shout out to all our earners that's a part of that. And shout out to everybody that's supporting the merch. Um, it continues to grow. And again, thank you for your patience with that. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate it. Yes, thank you guys for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs>